Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day live as I once again remember that I forgot to angle the cameras. <laughs> hey yo everybody. Ooh, I'm once again. I'm Wotin today. Excellent. <laughs> Welcome once again to Everyone is Warlocks Conflux, a D&D 5th edition campaign here on Final Show Films. I'm Jack, your storyteller and game master for this extravagant campaign and joining me today is a fantastic full house of characters starting with mara hi i'm mara and i'm playing Aurelia really clementine everens uh pack of the blade archaeologist and jeremy hi i'm jeremy i am playing Korishana, uh pact of the chain uh Kalistar. and nikki hi everybody <clears throat> i'm nikki i'll be playing diamond guitar the pact of the blade Archfey Warlock. Yeah. Cody? Mm -hmm. um, Cody, I'm playing Cole, the Pact of the Chain uh, Shifter. John? I'm John. I'll be playing Heaton, everyone's favorite Tiefling Noble Pact of the Tome Warlock. <laughs> and... I know that very specific criteria. <laughs> everyone's and... favorite. And Aaron? <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Zoe, the um, Pact of the Blade, Hexblade Assassin. I need to figure out how to do Pact of Blade, Hexblade right. without counting. I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> if, you, I don't know if you guys could hear that, but someone was revving their dick outside. <laughs> <laughs> and William! Hi, I'm William, and I, and I am playing Walton, the... Pact of the Compass, Dwarven Pirate. Go back and twitch. Are you sure Heaton's not now generating sound bit. effects, John? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Heaton doesn't. Heaton doesn't need to have an overly souped-up car with a cut-off muffler in order to in order to show off his private parts. <laughs> no, no. We're talking. We're not talking metaphorically. <laughs> I feel like that was a pretty literally revving his. <laughs> If that was the sound he made. <laughs> Something is wrong, I feel. 
<laughs> but our last moments in Conflux were spent in an underground lair as Chugs Wilton traded for information from his information broker. The elf in question provided directions toward a scale belly stronghold in the undergrass in return for the Hawkshead Compact having slain a thug in Merc Dreamer Lanes, a task that cost them the life of their healer, Major. Before leaving Merc Dreamer, however, the Warlocks ran afoul of the local warders, escaping with the help of another player in the great game, Zoe Elwarin, a half-drow, who eventually revealed herself as a descendant of a lost line of dark elf aristocracy. And now, our eyes are once again drawn to the Wavecrest, as Wotan directs the vessel northward toward the Great Press and another task to complete. So, Wotan, you're piloting uh, your, your ship up the... Uh, it's a boat. It's not big enough to be a ship. Eh, whatever. <clears throat> up the west branch of the Reedy River. We both have nautical knowledge, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be sensitive. <laughs> and working your way up to the lock that raises the level of the water um, between Dancer's sure. Court and Stormways, where all of the headwaters of the Reedy River originate. It's not a it's not a boat, it's a ship. Of course it is, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's he's probably at this point he's probably still got diamond handling the rudder just because he's been trying to give her something to do and she's actually been developing her skill to the rudder at least it working it fairly effectively this is uh, awesome I'm a little more chipper this morning yes she is um diamond have you Please. mentioned to anybody else what you plan to do once you get to stormways hmm? Um, so I just wanted to stop in and see my parents real fast. Uh, I haven't seen them in like two days. And, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. it should be nice to do that. Well, when, we, when we get up, when we get up the lock, I'll point you towards a docker. It'll be nearby. Um, Jack. On the way to the ship, because we left off last week at the house still, uh, would I have been able to stop and check in and see if I had any mail waiting for me at the... Uh, you would have been, place? and you did not. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to check on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, the feeling of checking the mailbox and there being no mail. Yeah. Yes, in <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, we don't have a video game mailbox to blink at us. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. to actually blink at you don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you actually There's not like a little thing that pops up or a messenger that runs up. She's like, message for you, sir. <laughs> message for you, sir. We're, We're on a boat. You. How'd you get here? <laughs> <laughs> the Skyrim messenger is Whatever they're being paid, it's not enough. It's not. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I have a letter for you, sir. Your eyes only. <laughs> How'd you get? I just killed three dragons. How'd you get here? <laughs> that that's that's. I'm putting that into Grand Terra now. The messenger service that manages to somehow manage to get to you no matter where you're at. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's our middle of a is. glacier, howling snowstorm, trolls on all sides. Yet somehow, message for you, sir. Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, ask. You it's never see job. them enter. You never see them leave. They just they appear at your anything except for what they're paid to say. They just appear at your elbow, hold with letter in one hand, hand open for payment in the other. 
Um, but Woten directs you towards a, a dock that's fairly close to Qatar Arms. Yes. Uh, are you just going off by yourself? Uh, no. Uh, d- I, I offer the, like, yeah, if you guys want to come by. Uh, how long are you planning on staying? I've... Not long, literally just to check in and see if my mom has anything for me. Um, okay. Yeah, no, 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 nothing. I have yeah. never been to the famed Qatar arm, so I will definitely be going. <laughs> oh, is this a rite of passage? I would love to come along. <laughs> it's not, if, you, if it doesn't have to be, it's not, it, I, just, I literally just need to check it with my mom, that's all. She worries. <laughs> I'll come with, Diamond. <laughs> Oh man, can we just, yeah, no, just, just everybody come in and she's just like, here's everybody else, mom and dad. <laughs> so you know you, I'm going to come inside too. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll stay here with the bull so you have a plausible reason for why not everyone is here. Uh, it's, it's time to get again. I, yes, I know. It, it's not a conversation I imagine you're wanting to have in front of I don't plan to bring it up, honestly. Yeah, so I'll stay here, so there's not a question of why is there only one person not here. Cool. So you walk up. The door is, of course, unlocked, it being kind of latish morning. Um, the, familiar, the familiar bell jingles, and a head comes out from behind the counter. It's your stepfather. Oh, Diamond, you've brought uh, whoa, you've, you've even more friends this time. Yeah, I'm really good at making friends. Um, Dad, uh, this is the rest of the Hogshead Compact. Um, you haven't met uh, Cole. Uh, this is Heaton, and this is Zoe. Heaton, Zoe. Koroshana, actually, too. Hey, Koroshana, pleasure to make a... Uh, all of oh. your acquaintances. Uh, dear, she's, she's, she's back. <laughs> hey, mom. That telepathically. Yes. <laughs> Cor- <laughs> Wait, what? Koroshana did what now? Said hello telepathically. Oh. Of course they did. There's a little bit of a... <laughs> but he kind of brushes it off. You're pretty sure he just assumes you said it out loud and didn't notice. <laughs> That's when he was looking away. Yeah. Yep. Didn't see the mouth move. It was fine. It it happens. It happens. I'm gonna instantly start perusing, walking through the aisles. Me too. I am browsing. Uh, uh, this is this is this is my wife Hannah, uh, Diamond's mother. Hannah. Oh, hello, everybody. Diamond, darling, you you're back. I'm so glad. I was getting worried. Where have you been? Has everything all been all right? Wait, where where are the grown-ups? Um. Uh, Wotan is uh, sitting by the ship. At, at where uh, are the grown-ups? I lean over. <laughs> what mm. do you mean by that? Mm. The adults who are in the the ones who watch. Daisy. Oh, well, all right. As, as long as you're still, you know, excuse being me. responsible. E- excuse me. Um, there must be some misunderstanding. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Uh. <clears throat> Or <laughs> Cora briefly considers casting. Yes. Um, I, so, oh, you, you can. You are, I didn't get your name yet. You can. You can. You can address me as uh, Lord Behar Zima, son of Lord Abe Zima. Oh, your father's in charge of all the all the law and and the 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 warders. Yes, I, not. 
Wonderful. Darling, adult is a state of mind as well as physical development, so you'll get there eventually. If, if it helps, there is a portion. I love you, Mom. That is, that, I love you too, dear. <laughs> if it helps, there is a portion of me that is ageless and has and has lived far longer than any of us. God. <laughs> God we can make the most hilarious. interesting friends. That um, happens during the game. So. Cole um, pokes his head out and says, "I'm 19," and then goes back into the aisle. Um, just for a second, sort of flash the aura of, of like the, I have seen some shit murder eyes. Okay. Why are y'all doing this to my parents? Because so she's being a bitch. Because you invited us. <laughs> I did. That's intimidation, Jack? Um, yeah, that would be an intimidation. We'll make that an intimidation role. Cora's not doing it on purpose. Oh, I am. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Eden doesn't like people infantilizing adults. <laughs> you so Zoe, you you make this, you just you just let this wash over your head. And Hannah Katar looks you dead in the eyes, blinks. Darwin Love, see if they'd like something to eat. We can lock up for a few moments. Well, I mean, and goes over and just flips the closed there, sign I on the door. Even what he wanted, and then comes straight back over to you, Zoe. Sweetheart, are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. Just, it's been an exciting day for all of us. I'm sure, yes. If there is anything that you all need, you let us know. This is more or less, you're her family to an extent as well now, so. Of course. And the Qatars take care of family. It's always appreciated when family is valued. I don't mean to overstep or anything. No, no, you're perfectly all right. Come on in. Would you like some tea or or, or something something to drink? Anyone? anyone? I'm yes. Fine. I just want into the kitchen, everybody. Into the kitchen, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to make this very quick. I knew this would happen. <laughs> Mom, you can make it to go. You can like pack us a bag. All right, I'll put it in a basket. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And she goes and starts just shoving random things out of cabinets. You see like two jars of jam um, and a couple of muffins and then like an onion. And then she takes that back out. It's like <laughs> very quietly. So only Heaton can hear better. No. Family's wonderful. <laughs> it's a diamond. then she puts it in. Oh, I forgot. What do Wotan and Major like, Diamond? Uh, I'm pretty sure Wotan enjoys uh, breads. Um, All right. I'll make sure we have some of that too then. Breads. Uh, 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 unfortunately, uh, Major is uh, not traveling with us anymore. Oh no, what happened? In, in is she feeling all right? Into the ring. Major, what do you like to eat? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
Uh, Only you, <laughs> Koroshana, know yes. what a mental eye roll feels like. Right. It probably would have been lost on anybody else ro- right. wearing the ring. We, uh, just need, we just need an answer to give to <laughs> Diamond. Uh, uh, Diamond uh, kind of like takes her mom by the arm and kind of like turns away from the group and is just like, um, uh, Major passed away, so no. he will be traveling with us. Recently? Mm, yes. Um, yesterday. Oh my gosh, that's... Well... Do you, is there going to be a funeral? Uh... <laughs> we, we had a brief one. We're trying to get in contact if she had family, but it's, um... We had a small one for her. She was cremated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's uh who's handling that for you dear uh probably the people in the medicine guild i mean you know with the body <sighs> i'm fairly certain it has been taken care of uh i all right ask I, I i don't like the idea of that sort of thing being on your shoulders she was getting rather old though she was uh and and uh, i i know she's in a better place um <laughs> and uh i don't know if on Korshana's finger is a better place you say that out loud. No, no. no that's, okay. that's, me, that's me, the player. <laughs> I mean, it's well, let better us, than it could be. Let us know what, what gets decided. We'll, we'll, of course, be there. <laughs> uh, if something gets decided, I, I will absolutely let you know. Um, and uh, if, you, if you just want to keep her in your thoughts during the day, uh, and your mom just wraps you up in a huge hug. Oh, I thought I got done. Uh, Diamond's just like trying really hard not to cry again. She's just it's kind of pat- patting the back of your head. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fine. I, I got all my crying out yesterday. I, I think. All right. I will in in in, in Diamond's head. Would it make your Would it make your mother feel better to know that Major is still sort of around? No. Or should that be <laughs> very well? No. <laughs> I love my mom. I I think that's uh that might be a little over her head at the moment. That's fair. I was just concerned if, if 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 perhaps she thought we might be lacking in guidance at this point. I don't know. I, I don't okay. think so. Very well. It's yes. Um, but yeah, we have uh, more warlock game business to do this morning. Where's the pirate? <laughs> he's in his boat. He's waiting for us. He's He's got the engine going. <laughs> what? 
You never bring the exciting I'm exciting. Who is Charlie's just looking at Heaton right now. I was like, who is this voice? <laughs> oh, that's Charlie, right. <laughs> Charlie is Diamond's younger brother, full human. I mean, all of our family's full human. Uh, How tall is- You got is a lot of pictures on you. I do. Did that hurt? Exquisitely. And Diamond just looks at you and is just like, <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> That's the objective. He is. Cool. How tall is Charlie? He's nine. I was gonna say he's he's about he's about waist high to Heaton, pretty much. <laughs> just, just just face level with the with the stomach tattoos and everything. Yep. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> just kind of looking him square in the six pack. <clears throat> Charlie, if you poke, the magic happens. Boink. Mm. I use prestidigitation to make them glow. <laughs> and it's like yes. sort of, sort of like I, him, I, I use press to, to sort of make make like a glowing ripple, like ripple across the tattoos from is sort of out from where he poked. <clears throat> Depending on how hard you poke him, Charlie, it, the magic gets better. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie, Diamond, but you might not want to go down that alley. Charlie looks, Charlie kind of starts looking fire, around fire and you be. see his eyes kind of light up a little bit as he sees the fireplace poker. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. And starts walking I, across the no, room I with a very determined air. Nope. <laughs> is, is he, like, okay, okay. I'm gonna disguise, I'm gonna mask him anyways and walk around the corner looking like Charlie because I can appear a foot shorter and I'm only five seven. Ooh. <laughs> I'd say, you shouldn't do that, but good, good thoughts. And then I'll turn back into myself. Diamond, I like your friends better than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. She's your sister. Be nice. Well, well, watch this. And then Diamond summons Thaw, like, in her hand. Oh, shit. <laughs> you shouldn't know that. Charlie! <laughs> they three your voices all at once. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's cool. Here, you can hold it. As soon as she hands it to him and he gets to hold it for a second, right. she summons it right back to her hand. All right, that's, that's. <laughs> can you make me one? <laughs> um, maybe we can dad to make you one that looks like this but can't do the cool like summoning thing you glance over at your parents your father is sort of <laughs> <laughs> and your mother is giving you a look that you have seen many times which is the diamond shut up now <laughs> or if you Two years, Charlie. Bigger. I told you two years. <laughs> yeah, get bigger, and then you can make your own weapons. Okay. Gonna make one that looks like that. Sure. Well, dear, I'm sure you guys have uh, lots of busy things to do um, with your time now. Yes, yes, we do. Um, it was lovely to meet all of you. Diamond, bring me the basket back. It's one of my better ones. 
I'll do that. Like, I just, you just see like a flash of diamond remembering that she left like other ones. <laughs> <in the house. laughs> you have about three at the house, yes. Ooh, gotta bring the Tupperware back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she gives you a little squeeze on the shoulder. Thanks, Mom. I'll I'll be back soon. All right. Looking to time. Ready? Yes. Now that we have food. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, just as you leave, you feel your father slip something into your pocket and just kind of leans over and whispers, "For Woten." Thank, thank you, Dad. Love you guys. It's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a knife. <laughs> no. <laughs> Woden looks at the knife. The looks at the battle axe. Hmm. <laughs> Just the the inked handprint that says we know what you did. <laughs> it's the black spot. It's the black spot. He's yeah. so rude. Um, and headed back to the wave crest. Yes. <laughs> You get, you, get, you get back to the wave crest and Woten just has like a cooked chicken and some bread rolls that he's just been munching on. <laughs> I knew it was bread. I didn't know about the chicken. I don't know what you like. Anyway, uh, uh, Diamond pulls out what's in her pocket. I said that. It's a hip flask. Mm. I said that. I said that specifically because I have a cooked chicken and bread rolls. Sam <laughs> uh, uh, pulls it out and it's just like, "Here you go, Wotan. My dad wants to give you alcohol, but not me, because apparently I'm underage." He takes You're the not. Hip, he, he takes he takes the hip flap and sort of shakes it and sees if it has anything in it. Oh yeah, it's full. Mm. Pops it, takes a drink. What's in it? Straight fucking whiskey. Mm. Oh, that's so good stuff right now. Cool. You want you want a drink? No, I'm I'm driving. I will be smart. Thank you though. I don't you know can drink. I don't know that you, there are any laws are you against say drinking. You can and drink and drive. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? Won't you? You you, you can absolutely drink and operate a rudder. <laughs> Maybe not be at the wheel. But you can work a rudder while you're a little bit intoxicated. Also, strictly speaking, uh, di- directing a boat down a, down a down a waterway is piloting, not driving. So you'd be drinking and piloting. Diamond's going to be responsible and not drink while she is piloting this boat. Would you like a drink after we get off? Yes, I would. Thank you. All right, I'll hold on to some for you. All right. My dad, my dad gave it to you. It's cool. I've never shared a drink with my dad yet, so that's that's fine. Well, you're about to share a drink with your dwarven friend. We've shared many drinks at this point, and I appreciate all of them. <laughs> and you guys head further northward. Was there anywhere else you guys were going to stop, or we headed straight to the Great Press? Hmm. Uh, as far as Woden's concerned, unless someone voices an opinion, it's straight to the press. Um. Would it be possible for me to take like ten minutes, not like like a f- thirty minutes in uh, Fell Heights? I what you need? Just in general. What you need? <sighs> I need to express that I really don't want to kill my family. To my family. <laughs> like backup. 
Feels like you're overplaying your hand, but it's your family. <laughs> I love it, Seth. Would you like backup? Not really. All right. Which, uh, you know, where in Felheit I need to dock for you? I will, I will list the nearest dock to wherever it is that my father's estate is. Okay. I, I will I will steer Diamond towards that dock. All right. So docking fees in Fell Heights are a gold for a vessel of this size. I will pay the gold. We'll, we'll, we'll go around the block. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll pay the gold. That's 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 not how rivers work. I know. I know. <laughs> joke. It's a joke. And you find your feet, Heden, leading you back up a pathway that you had not walked in quite some time. As Heden's walking away, uh, Wooten kind of pulls off a piece of the chicken and offers it to Diamond. Here, if you're going to have something to drink later, we'll get something in your stomach. The chicken's actually really good. As, as you turn around, Diamond's like, shh, like eating whatever her mom packed in the basket, just like, yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, fine. I'm, yeah. Usually people pound drinks. You've never seen somebody pound a solid full muffin, but it happens. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's, when, that's when the cold, so he can join yeah, Exactly. <laughs> You've seen that multiple times by now. <laughs> so, what are you doing? Um, as he's walking off, so will. Given that he's going to make potential death threats to his noble family, um, anyone want to shadow him, make sure he needs... He has help if he gets stuck. Yeah, so... I yeah, he needs it. I guess I'm watching the boat again. <laughs> I, I sort of look around at the group. Can I get, like, an insight check for who can and can't stealth? Sure. Go ahead and make me an insight check. 20. 20. Um, Cole's probably fairly capable. He's the only one that really. I was gonna say he's the only one that really stands out as might be able to keep a low profile. Sort of look at the group. Cole. Yeah. And I and Cole, if he's interested, will at a fair distance and not directly sort of tail. Oh, I'm not paying attention at all to anybody possibly following me, so you could follow like right behind me and I wouldn't notice at this point. But I'm pragmatic. <laughs> Do you not want the rest Morgan of us to go with you, Zoe? Um, I think it's more important that we aren't seen in case things go badly. I can just have Jinx follow him. Then we couldn't help him if things do things go explosively. Ah. But it's your call. All right. So anybody who wants to can make a stealth check, just in case they're trying to remain unobserved. Who is following? Simon will stay in the boat. Okay. She'll take that flask from Wilton. I will leave Jinx with the boat then. That way. So. Whiskey isn't whiskey isn't a drink that you want to pound back the first time you have it. Did you not see me take the shot that I had with Granny Cobwebs? Y yes, and you did very well, but 
Try not whiskey. I'm, I'm, I'm not whiskey. sure to drink with my dad. I have had drinks though. Yes, it's true. But again, whiskey is stealthy. It'll sneak up on you if you try and hit it too hard. That's why I'm really, really good at Whiskey is not at all stealthy. It's like getting kicked in the teeth. Thank you very much. (laughs) As someone who drinks whiskey regularly. (laughs) All right. You know you're drinking whiskey. There's no mistake. Whiskey (laughs) grabs you by the throat and says, hey, motherfucker, you're drinking me. Yep, pretty much. That's not inaccurate. You're going to feel me the whole way down. And for a while. Yeah. And if you're not careful, I'll come right back. <laughs> but that's, why, follow, that's why he made sure you had food. You follow the streets and eventually come to a rather imposing wrought iron gate. Hang on. I got to come with. <laughs> so there's okay. not three people. I'm, there I'm are. Sorry. Behind. Yeah. It's not leaking. Make stealth checks, call it the room. Yep. No, I made one. It was to GM. I didn't realize that it was 20. Uh-huh. Untag the GM thing. Yep, I did. Yep. I got, I've got. i got the three stealth checks I need. Cool. The rest of you keeping somewhat back. Lower profile, if possible. And Heden, you look up at these gates that you have not been through in quite a while. Years at this point. Uh-huh. But the guardsmen who are there look you up and down. I present my father's signet ring. Before it's even halfway out, one of them just sort of snorts. <laughs> Back, are you? Yep. Not for long, so don't worry. I won't have to tell your wife about that night. Good luck to you, then. And they swing the gate open. I walk in. Okay. Gate closes behind you with a clang. You You hear the bolt shoot back through a scraping sound. It's probably about 200 yards from the gate across the grounds up to the estate, the manor itself. And door is there. Heavy wooden double iron ring handles on the exterior and the large pull chain that you occasionally swung from as a child, despite everyone's insistence that you not. Uh, I'll just push it open. Okay. So without even ringing the bell, just the doors swing wide open. There's the familiar thud as they slam back. And there's a quick stepping of feet. And much older than you remember, but with the same slightly lined face, neatly trimmed beard. It's Magalon, your father's majordomo, butler, and general manager of the entire household. Hello. Hello. Ah, uh, 
what are you uh, I there wasn't anything in the appointments book is this a surprise visit you could Master Zima s- hmm? you could say that I'm looking for my father ah yes uh follow me then I will follow and he will walk you up plush staircase familiar corridors to one of the side studies not your father's primary one but one that he's been known to use from time to time rap on the door and push it open and simply stand to the side walk in and the person sitting behind the desk is not your father it's a female probably four years your junior dark hair pale skin green eyes with a heavy shadowing of makeup around older brother what are you doing here Hello, dear sister. I am trying to get information and provide information to our father. Mirgana stands up, dressed in her habitual, severe, sort of, not quite a uniform. She's not an official member of the government by any stance, but definitely formal, iconic, bordering on lethal. She dresses like she's a dagger and is wearing a sheath. Yes, we got your letter. Yes, and I didn't see any return, so I wanted to check and see. Well, that will depend on your intent on coming back. Are you wanting to rejoin the household? Oh, absolutely not. I do, however, not want to see my family die in a revolution that is the point of this game that has just recently started. We might not agree on anything, and I might not like half of you, but you're still family. Well... This is the part where I ask you to back up your claim because I don't believe anything that comes out of your mouth anymore, brother. Oh, very well. Um, Is the, is the, is there a fire in this room? Yep. I'm going to use control flames to cause the fire to shift into a, uh, into a vision of the room that we saw the uh, sort of the room that we found underneath the uh, that the foundry with the the pillar and the mm-hmm. crystal and the the vision of a person. Uh, just gonna sort of swing my hand, snap a finger, and and sort of have the fire shift into that image. I have been entered into a pact with a otherworldly entity, creating myself, uh, turn, which has turned me into a warlock, along with a variety of other allies that I have acquired, forming one of the compacts in the Great Game, which I'm sure you've read the papers, I'm sure you understand that the Great Game has begun, and there are many compacts already making a name for themselves. Mine not one of them, we're trying to go a little more subtle route. And... 
from information we've gleaned throughout the game, the goal of this one is to overthrow the current regime government of conflux and establish a new one. No requirements have been set as to how. She walks over to a sideboard, <clears throat> pulls out a crystal decanter, glass tumbler, pours herself a drink, sets it down, looks at you. Yes. Pours a second one. Give me an insight check. <clears throat> Seventeen. She hands you the drink. You notice that there is not a single tremor to her hand at all. You know what it looks like when somebody takes a drink to steady their nerves. Your sister is taking a drink because she's annoyed. (laughs) So what you're telling me is... You have been contracted by some overtly powerful being from beyond our dimension who wants you and possibly upwards of maybe a hundred or so others to overthrow the government. Yes. And your response to that is to come to the household that is responsible to its dying breath for keeping law and order inside this city that has more men-at-arms at its call than probably any other lineage within recent memory and tell them all that's what's going to be done. Brother, you're as stupid as ever. You see, the difference being that I have an innate understanding of what will happen, as opposed to you and father and the rest of our dreary family who simply believes they have some power. No amount of guards are going to save you. No amount of resources are going to stop this. It's going to happen. It's inevitability. I'm trying to give my family some forewarning so they can remove themselves from the crosshairs. Well... Despite our father's opinion, I've always held that you have one redeeming quality as a member of our family. To it, you're smart enough to know when you're outclassed and when you need someone competent to take over. All right, well, We'll take that information and we'll do our best with it. Where is father? Busy. Doing what? Working. Doing what? Things that actually matter to the security and safety of the citizens in this city. Doing what? We don't ask. You know that. So you don't actually know if any of those statements are true? I, unlike you, I've actually taken the time to try and get to know my patriarch. After all, I'm going to have to run the house when he's eventually dead. Unless you're dead too. Don't worry. That 
is a risk that all of us live under. And most of us have taken at least marginally adequate steps to minimize, if not eliminate, the risks. Well, I've done my due diligence as a loyal and devoted child of warning my oh-so-loving family of the impending shitstorm that will drop into their laps. Uh-huh. Uh, for which we thank you. Now get out. Do with it what you will. I say, tossing the uh, contents of the undrinked drink into the fire. There's a... <laughs> it's a pretty heavy alcohol content. Setting the glass down. Hopefully I won't see you again. Well, if you do, I'm sure it'll at least be interesting. Thank you for the diversion in an otherwise dreary day, at least. Do let Father know he should return my letters, though. Ta! And I will walk out. All right. Magalon is a little ways down the hall. That sort of perfect butler distance of present for whoever exits, but not close enough that it, you would even think he could probably overhear. Well, um, I trust that went about as well as expected. Uh, I pull out some paper from my one of my pockets. Magalon, is there a writing desk I can use? Right this way. He leads you down the hallway and you start picking up where he's taking you, pushes open a door to your old room. Thank you. Uh, it's fairly well kept. Like, you don't have a very specifically clear memory of what it was like, but you would swear that this has been kept up basically exactly as you left it. Mm -hmm. So, the default state minus all the things that made it my room. <laughs> yes, basically. Um, I'm just, I'm basically going to write several copies of the information I just gave to my sister, one mm -hmm. for each of my siblings and father. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then seal them all. Step back out and hand them to Magalon. While I'm sure my sister is remains the most trustworthy individual in the world, I am also aware that sometimes she tends to overburden herself with an overabundance of work. If you could be sure to see these into the hands of my father and other siblings. Magalon. Naturally so. <laughs> Also, in the very near future, it may be wise for you to take a vacation. Thank you, Master Zima. I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> Meanwhile, while this is going on, three of you show up at a gate where there's two guards. I probably would not head all the way to the gate if okay. yeah. this seems like we're- You're at least in eyesight then. Yeah. In sight where like, find somewhere to be where 
if, for example, there was a loud explosion or, <laughs> or a, like the sounds of a conflict, I'd be able to respond because, okay. you know, Keaton's got magic and if things go badly, things, things, things go badly. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to stay on a main road it's there. Okay. I'm not yeah. trying to be strategic here. Uh, I'll just find a hidey spot and uh, fly the raven over to the top of the wall and just have it perch on the wall near the gate uh, and watch for Heaton. Okay. I, I, I like that Zoe and Cole become subtle and stealthy and are all just standing there in the street tapping a foot. No, not <laughs> Pacing, which is still suspicious. I'm not pacing, anxiously avoiding the side roads. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the letters are collected, and the butler leads you back downstairs. Well, it was delightful to see you again, sir. A pleasure, as always, to see you, Magellan. You look well. Thank you. I've been doing well. I'm gratified to hear it. The city is a fantastic and wonderful place. You should get out some more. In my vast quantities of free time, I'll take your advice, sir. Like I said, vacation. It's going to be important. All right. And I will leave. Walk back out. Walk. Continue to walk down the, uh, uh, the 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 excessively long path from house to gate. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I spot Heaton, I will turn around and head back toward the boat. Okay. I'm gonna approach the gate. <laughs> As Heaton's exiting. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean. Go? Hello, Aurelia. Hi. How many of you followed me? Um, A raven cause (laughs) on the top of the wall. Just us three, as far as I know. So you, Cole, and who else? Uh, Zoe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's head back to the boat. How'd it go? I say again as we start walking. I don't answer. I continue to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Was it that bad? My family and I don't see eye to eye on a great many things. My -hmm. existence is one of them. Yes. Why did you go? Because unlike them, I care about the lives of my family and want to make sure they at least have some warning before they end up potentially in a situation where they might die. That's very noble of you. Yeah, ain't I just a peach? Sure. (laughs) How'd they respond? Oh, the usual, we are the, we are the law and order in the city and we have all the guards and we have all the protections and we are superior in every way and you're useless and silly and stupid and blah, 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 blah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Do you think it'll make a difference? I don't know. I made sure to leave a letter, though, for... I only talked to my sister. Uh, I made sure to leave a letter for each of my siblings, so hopefully some of them will take the warning in the spirit it was intended. How many siblings do you have? How many siblings do I have, Jack? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Four. Ah. Are you the youngest? I'm the oldest. Ah. I was supposed well, to I was supposed to be the next in line for father's seat. Mm-hmm. I'm not, obviously. Yes, I can tell. Well You did what you thought was you needed to do. I'm glad you're fine. I just oh, hope some yeah. of them survive. That was it. This must be weird. What? Walking back in here? No, I've been to no. I've been back to Fell Heights before. No, 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 no. The whole <laughs> the whole overthrowing the government thing. I mean, yes, it is it, it is an odd thing to have as a goal when your family is a large portion of said government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's let's overthrow the government and directly unseat your father. And mm -hmm. younger sister. So. But you guys eventually return to the Wavecrest. And continue your voyage northward. I find Diamond and Wotan just passing the flask back and forth. <laughs> I walk past, I grab the flask, and I empty whatever's left in it. Or it was just watching intrigued. Hmm. Probably mostly <laughs> empty at that. Pass back probably. Yeah, yeah probably there's, there's like two that. swallows left. Max. I, I take both at the same time. <laughs> Hold there for like perfectly still except for my tail which begins to curl in and out. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> You can contest this with deception if you'd like. That's a lot of tens. That's that that's a full pair of tens. Two, yep. two tens is certainly an I'm amount of so tens. I'm curious what actually went on. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, as to Heden, I mean, I'm not contesting it. As to Heden's current, uh, Heden's current emotional state is a combination of like sad, frustrated. Uh, sad, frustrated, worried, and angry. Enough so that he enough enough so that he needed a drink of very hard liquor in order to just sort of distract him for a minute. Right. So, <laughs> take it, holding perfectly still while my tail flexes wildly. Hand it back down to Wotan. And then walk up to the prow of the ship and sit down. You don't strike me as a whiskey gentleman. I'm not. <clears throat> <laughs> you guys cast off. Begin heading northward once more. 
making your way up through the waterways, past 13 clouds, past Merc Dreamer that you can now see off to oh. the uh, starboard side. It's weird transiting a length of river and suddenly noticing a shoreline there that you had not ever seen before. Wow, well, there's like a highway sound barrier as far as we were concerned previously. Glancing out, you're like, I, it's, that's never been there before. The skyline has drastically changed. <laughs> right. And like, usually you came out of Fell Heights and assumed that Halodors butted up right against it and then extended all the way down to the Fens. Now there's something in between Fell Heights and Halodors, which is weird as shit. Have you but ever worked- the spatial relationships are all... <laughs> Honestly, it pisses you off more than anybody, Woten, because you're used to being able to visually navigate these areas, and all of a sudden you're having to readjust a couple, like, almost a hundred years of experience, visually. Thinking dreamers. <laughs> Does that mean that if somebody docks in Merc Dreamer Lane, they just disappear from people that have never been to Merc Dreamer Lane? That's a very good question. I don't think I've... Have I ever seen it happen? No, you haven't. Jack, do I know the answer to that question? Yes, you do, actually. Make me a history check. Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen it happen. Four. It's one of the few things I'm not good at. Um, basically, the, the only bit that you ever have heard explained is that Merc Dreamer exists as a secret area. Mm-hmm. So if you're in there... For all intents and purposes, if somebody's trying to physically find you, you don't exist. People who have never been to Merc Dreamer step out of Fell Heights and immediately step into Halidors. If they're headed northward. So yeah, if you're docked here on the edge, people just sail on by and unless they've been to Merc Dreamer, they can't see you. It's more that you don't exist or can't be perceived than actively disappearing. It's not that as though the person walking into Merc Dream disappears so much as it is they can't be found anymore. I bet they give the Merc Dreamer Dream to all the wall, to all, actually, would I know if they give the Merc Dreamer Dream to the warders so that they have the ability to follow criminals into Merc Dreamer? And if um, he even knows that, I'm assuming I have a shot at knowing it. Given give me, give me history checks. <laughs> I feel like that might just be the reason uh, that Merc has its own history. Apparently, eighteen. Um, so generally, warders operate on a jurisdictional basis. If you're a Halidor's war- warder and you're chasing a criminal, and they beat you to the Merc Dreamer line or if they can't get into Merc Dreamer to the Fell Heights or Trick Town's line. That's where you stop. You did your job. They're out of your ward. Who polices the river then? That is the uh, Reedy River Floodwatch. Okay. 
Which who, I, who I wouldn't have any information about because I'm specific. Not a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presumably, they also have their own jurisdictional divisions as well. Yes, they do. Based on the river's areas. Uh, well, yes, their jurisdiction is the river. If you're on the water and you're fucking around and they don't want you to, they beat the shit out of you and sometimes drown you. So just apropos of nothing, Hidden just says, yeah, that's something I would change if I was in charge. That makes uh, no yeah, sense. Yeah, so Merc Dreamer is primarily policed by locals. What's the thing you'd change? What, it, water jurisdiction ends at the line. So, if you're running from warders in Halodors and you go into Merc Dreamer Lane, the Halodors warders just go, oh, not our problem anymore, and stop. And it's like, no, I, I like. I feel like having that strictly defined district, uh, you know, uh, uh, district lines is probably worse than having it bleed over a little. It's the districts of, but once I am in my rightful place, I will be, be sure to give you that authority. I know. It's the thing, the thing about that problem, though, is that if you let them bleed over into each other rather than handling their own business, then you end up having a squad of hollow doors officers in the middle of Fell Heights uh, who really aren't of any authority and basically have to do whatever any local Fell Heights warders have to say. So it's probably just less of a hassle in general to let the Fell Heights just let the Fell Heights warders know there's a criminal on the loose and then just let them handle it. Yeah, but by the time you've let them, by the time you've gotten that information to them, because you've taken the time to go through the jurisdictional information process, that criminal has now gotten a much greater head start than they would have if you had just continued chasing them. I'd say at that point you just want to you want to improve the information process of between jurisdictions rather than weaken jurisdiction lines. But as you guys proceed northward, the sounds are what you notice first. I don't know that I'm going to trust the criminal of the of our. No offense, but I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to trust the criminal of our group to give advice on how to reform uh, our guard system. No, that's actually exactly who you should be trusting because I'm the one who knows how to get around the current warders. And also, what changes would be worse for you? <laughs> you say that like I. You say that like I intend to be acting as a pirate in a new conflux. As the GM glares at us. <laughs> well, you have heard these sounds before with your various trips up and down the channels of conflux. It's a dull metallic orchestra of thumping, clanking, scraping noises interspersed with a hissing and wheezing of pressurized gases. Rounding this final bend out of the lock and into the north branch, you see a churning flurry of rapids where the river lends its strength to turn a number of variously sized undershot water wheels. All with their axles leading over the banks and into this fantastically enormous, apparently single building. Probably a good several blocks at minimum, even in its shortest dimensions. Welcome to Halidor's Industrial and very specifically the Great Forge, or the Great Press, rather, correction. I'm a dwarf. I go. I got to forge first. <laughs> the great forge that presses books. Wait, no. The great press that forges books. 
But you begin drawing closer to the docks and a long-limbed ogre wearing a floodwatch board stumps out onto the timbers as you draw closer, waving for your vessel to cast him a line. I will throw a line to him. Make me an athletics check. You've got advantage on this. I'm a boat person. You're a boat person. Oh. Can't throw a line? 21. Damn right you can throw a line. There's only one line that I can throw, and it's not that. Yeah, I know. So you just heave this thick hawser overboard, and the timbers shudder slightly under his feet as he grabs it and hauls you closer in, wrapping it several times around a cleat and he holds up four fingers actually he's an ogre so these four fingers as you disembark I'm assuming that's in silver yep I toss it for silver so what business you have hereabouts anyway uh, we're, he- we're heading for the press well I'd be pleased to direct your course to the proper facilities you got maintenance and housekeeping level one basic inquiries and information level two publication orders level three records and files level six editorial staff on level seven what can we do you for what happened to four and five we don't talk about those <laughs> records yes I think we're looking for either records or requisitions all right well you tell them the dock master senses and uh you got an appointment? Looking for anybody particulars or just a bit, bit of intelligence information, that sort of thing? I'm seeing if we can find a specific book. Oh, all right. Always a pleasure to meet a fellow bibliophile. <clears throat> well, right up the stairs and follow the signage. Thank you. Thank you very at, much. At the term bibliophile, Heaton's tail raises, then lowers. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh. Ladies, other gentlemen, any questions you have, don't hesitate to ask. <laughs> well, let's head on in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your appreciation for books could go to a certain level. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was the, ooh, no, wait. <laughs> All right, so you mark off your four silver for your docking fee, and yep. you guys head up a set of stairs. Yes. Heaton's tail is very emotive. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I mean, I think we all know exactly what Heaton's tail represents. <laughs> At each intersection, there's a number of signs, and the patterns to them on these tiny little cobbled side pathways, footpaths, really, you wouldn't be able to, they're not big enough that you could drive a cart down them or anything. Uh, But the organization is sporadic at best. You get to an intersection um, and three signs pointing to the left say things like 5B, 4A, 1C, and then the ones going the other direction are 7G through H, one, X and Z, and it, it doesn't seem to be following a particularly logical form of organization. Oh, God. Is there a 2B <laughs> or not 2B? There is not a 2B. Damn. At least not at this first intersection. Takes you about three more branching paths before you find 2B. Hey. Now, is there slings and arrows around here? <laughs> Only what you've brought with you. I don't think any of us have slings or arrows. 
I have I have bolts. <laughs> I have arrows. Bolts are not arrows. Okay, Zoe has arrows. Nope. Um, yeah, I, have, I have a short bow and some arrows. They they're probably hidden. We have we have some arrows. I don't think any of us have slings. Yeah, I don't think any of us have a sling. <laughs> okay. You do you do you do pass a side uh, building with a little brass uh, plaque on the outside that just says "Outrageous Fortune." Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Are there slings and arrows hanging from Outrageous Fortune? No, there aren't. It All doesn't right. seem right. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Just hang it there. Win the favor of this great press. We need to find level two inquiries. Well, uh, I assume that's a good well, place to start. Six, six is archived, so if we're looking for an existing, if we're looking for an extant book, it might be in the, it'd probably be in the archives, I would imagine. Well, the thing is, there were several levels that might have something useful. Two is inquiries, three is uh, requisition of materials, and six is records. All of those seem like they might be helpful. And I really want to know what's in four and five. Also, finding somebody and or something that can help us instead of us just walking around randomly might be very helpful as well. I think that's why level two inquiries, we can maybe get someone to guide us. Hopefully. Perhaps. Those eyes roll deeply. <laughs> but not the, 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 not everything has to be solved with espionage, my friend. Oh, level one is the, the, is basic inquiries. What oh, no, level? Oh no, no, no. Wait, okay. Jack, Jack after. wrote that backwards. Got it. Never mind. I'm good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Levels, levels come after the designation. Yep. So the troll, the troll did give us directions to six. We could probably get directions to two from six, rather than wandering around trying to find two on our own. All right. The staff's not busy. This is staff. Well, there's going to be hopefully staff on hand that will be on our own there. Sorry. Staff is staff. staff. Okay. Six is records. Yes, there will presumably be people there. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll retype that in a way that makes sense to read. So are we having having to six or seven first? Uh, well, let's hit six and see what we can find there, and then get direction as to where we need to head to next. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is just one long trip of trying to figure out the Dewey Decimal System. We're going to be moderately annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Had some war flashbacks there. So. You guys proceed upwards, and as you get closer to the actual exterior walls of the the Great Press itself, you see that most of the pathways lead up to a series of stairs, almost like uh, fire escapes in on uh, on apartment buildings, where the stairs crawl up the exterior of the building, and occasionally there's a door or a hatch or something that you go into. Most of them are fairly well labeled. There's a good bit of grime and soot that's coated the exterior. And so sometimes in order to to figure out what a plaque says, you'd have to kind of scrape it off a little bit. Um, Go ahead and just give me a perception check. Anybody who's looking for their particular level. Natural one. I see fuck all. Sixteen. Eight. 
All right. So, Diamond, you're the first one to notice that these doors don't always match the level you'd assume they lead into. For instance, you you start looking up and reading the various plaques, and you can usually get about three high from where you are before it gets too small and dirty to be able to tell. Um, And the doors at this one that you've reached go two, seven, six, and then more above. Hang on, let me see if I can clear up some of that, and I'll see if I can clean some of these placards with prestidigitation. What's the range on prestidigitation? Uh, that would be... Ten feet. Yes, within ten yeah. feet of me. You could clean the one on your level, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, wow, it, look, it looks up. nice and sparkly now. Wow, these things are high up. I mean, it's, it's, it's a full story. And you're a dwarf. Climbing? I mean, we could go up the stairs, or mm-hmm. we could go into a... I could just go into a coordinating door with the floor number and see what happens. I Diamond doesn't like this. I trust <laughs> the I trust that the doors are labeled correctly. Because that would explain why there's no five or four. Mm-hmm. So all the labels. There's mm. you said there was a two two seven six is what you've got here. Uh well we do know that two is increase in information. Let's try two, just because two might be able, if it's actually inquiries and information, might be able to explain how to get around a bit better. Absolutely, and that would explain why it's on the first floor. Yes. Yes! Uh, cool. I head in. All right. So you push the door open, there's a little bit of a jingle, and there's three steps up and then an open hallway that leads for probably about 15 feet. The walls are solid brass, it looks like, with rivets and panels. Uh, And you can, they're warm to the touch a little bit. And then at the end of the hall, it opens up a little bit and there's a gnome sitting behind what to all appearances seems to be a reception desk. Ah, Hello. Hello there. Hello. Is this... What brings you to the Great Press today? Is this inquiries and information? Yes, it is. And you see a little <clears throat> name placard at the beginning, at, at the, the front of the desk. It says F Spindlespark. Mm-hmm. Well, we're looking for a book. Well, you, you've, you've come to the right place. We're looking for a book that's already been printed, but we're not certain how we could get our hands on it. It's called The Breezes on the River. Breezes on the River. Not a title I'm familiar with, but I can uh, put in an information request and we can see if it's here and maybe even where we would go look for it. How long would that request take? Oh, information requests usually if things are cooperating, five minutes or so. Perfect. 
That's great. Can I All right. him not being familiar with the book? Say what? Can I insight check? He said he's not familiar with the book, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Caden, are you familiar with the book? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's the, the gnome. gnome. Oh, you're in uh, insight checking the gnome. They don't see no Caden's history. Okay. <laughs> She's not familiar with the book. It doesn't seem. Okay. Um. But she pulls out a little uh, little card. She said it was Breezes on the River. Yes, Breezes on the River. We know it's bound in green leather and has sterling silver fittings. If that green helps. leather, sterling silver. Author or original to the press, do you know? Original to the press as far as we ah. know. I don't know an author. All right. Well, the press writes a lot of books. Okay. And she takes the card and feeds it into a small slot of some little object on her desk. There's a whirring of blades and the card is immediately shredded and just the fragments vanish. What? Wait, how... Sorry, I'm I'm very curious how this all works. I nobody knows. Which exactly level is the press actually on? All of them. The entire building is the press earlier. He's correct. Oh, we've been trying to systematize and and analyze the uh, the interior workings, but it's mostly the mechanical and the constructs and the press itself. My personal theory is that the constructs are part of the press, kind of like your fingernails and your teeth. Wow. Um, Where could I see one of these constructs? Well, depending on where the the press says the book is, um, probably. Okay. All right. They're gorgeous. Very unique. You don't see a lot of the things like that in town, especially elsewhere. Um, was there anything else? No, I think it was primarily uh, a little, unless you were looking for anything as well. Um, I was curious actually if there was anything about um books on on um machines that that send projectiles i will pull the gun out of the pocket dimension it lives in usually and show it yeah that's Uh, interesting yeah i was wondering if there were any books on something like this Um, probably what's it called do i know what it's called did i get that information when i got my vision you made this what do you want to call it all right i'm gonna call it a gun (laughs) okay (laughs) i think you should call it something entirely different okay a a, uh, the the avernzian the avernzian projectile spitter (laughs) (laughs) you're really an enemy destroyer (laughs) narfle pooker the oed really Really, Nikki? The OED. <laughs> Narful Pooker. That was my next. I call it a gun. 
Do, okay. Anything um, else? Gun. You like... see, she just writes gun on yeah. a card. I... Pretty sure that's how it's spelled. <laughs> she spelled it G-U-N-N-E. Yep, that seems accurate. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll see. I suppose. Thank you. Um, I don't suppose you have any questions that I already know the answer to? Um, possibly not. I just, I'm full of questions. Um, I was also looking for anything you might have about, um, someone getting turned into an octopus. That I do know about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You there do. is a charming little book, um, and it's 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 kind of a social commentary book meant for children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay. about it's God. about it's about a little boy who who wants to be like the the king of the city or something. And in order to learn that, his teacher like magically turns him into a whole bunch of different animals and teaches him lessons throughout. Could, and could one I? of them, I think one of them was an octopus. Do, do you have a copy of this? I will find it. Um, and <laughs> this time I'm she pulls curious. out. What is this book called? The Once and Future King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, and she pulls out a drawer that pulls out probably a good foot and a half and there's just cards all the way through it and she starts pushing back through. I read that one in, see, that would have been three years ago, winter, and she pulls out a card. Ah, here we go. I'll put in an order for this one and they'll bring it to the desk here uh, probably within the hour most of the time. Um, That's startlingly efficient. Some things are. What and she things, just sort of lets that statement hang. What things aren't efficient? Well, I don't like to talk out of turn. Of course not. But there's sometimes when you'll put in a request to not come into work one day. And then that day comes and goes and you still had to work. And then like three weeks later, they surprise you with a day off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But according to the press, that was the day you originally requested off. And it wasn't. Which is annoying. You have to like you, book like a week at a time to or come- what? What? Do you, do you have to like book like a week at the like a week off at a time in order to get the day off that you want? No, sometimes it works just fine. The numbering for your doors are weird. Well, the, those doors lead where they say they go. They're accurate. It is weird, but it's at least accurate. Well, you're missing some numbers unless I learned how to count wrong. Yeah, what happened to four and five? We don't talk about that. <laughs> Why? I would like to detect thoughts. <laughs> Go right ahead. I'm just real curious. Let's all get curious. <laughs> if if that is a rope response or like 
she knows what may have happened or if she has no clue. So you cast uh, Detect Thoughts and her surface thoughts right now are she's making an exact copy of her Once in Future King card. Yep. And then she shreds the original and puts the copied one back in the drawer in the right place. Mm -hmm. That's what she's thinking about right now. Okay, I'd like to uh, try and pry deeper then. (laughs) Okay. Might as well, I've already cast the spell. Nothing, you don't get anything. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Fascinating, just like a blank or? I'm very curious about this. It's just blank? Um, Or it, it, you you push no and the idea. spell just ends. That's how fascinating. It Do I have she, any idea why? I mean, gnome. mechanically, she, she succeeded good. her wisdom save. Okay, cool. She she's a gnome. She has advantage on that thing. Oh. I mean, she has advantage, but she only rolled once because you can't get better than a natural twenty. Ah. <laughs> All right. I mean, <coughs> sure you can. You just roll a d20. I thought we were about to learn that the gnome was actually uh, a automaton the entire time. Automaton. Yeah. This my nope. Guess, yeah. Nope. Nope. This one's possible. Um, people too, for the purposes of spells, and also for most. Well, yeah, that, that's why I said automaton, not warforged. Because warforged are technically still humanoids. <laughs> warforged are still people, and the spell would work. But an automaton, it wouldn't. <laughs> GM is glaring at us again. <laughs> That's just his glasses. He has the lin- he has the glasses flare. Oh. He, he is the anime character. I I feel like the one is not necessarily exclusive of the other. <laughs> um, but at that point, two cards, ding ding, pop out from that same slot that chewed up the original. She pulls them out. Oh, oh, that's convenient. What have we got? Everything you need, both books, or both whatever, the book and the gun thing. Yes. Are apparently, uh, well, you've got a pass for 5D. 5D? 5D. For for both things? Yes, they're apparently both on roughly similar level. I thought well, the same level, level might be same area, but I, that might be. I thought the fifth level didn't exist. We don't talk about that. Hmm. She's still detecting thoughts when she starts focusing on no, the yeah, spell. Yeah, I haven't. The spell, oh, is, right, the spell, spell ends. ends. Darn. The spell ends. Yeah, yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. I am curious if that, if. You can make an insight check if you want. Yeah. I would yeah. like to make. Yes, yes. I would like to make an insight check because to see if that's just like a any time you say. Weird. Yeah, any time you say that, they just automatically need your response. With darn it, I only have four. Twelve. Twenty. Four. Let's like if she knows personally, or if this is just how you know. That's the company line. So Zoe, Korashana, and Heaton. Hey. The rest of you can't really pull that out. You specifically noticed that her response to I thought that didn't exist was we don't talk about it. Which from a purely logical perspective, you can assume yes, it exists, but we don't talk about it. You're not sure why. I got two cards. I pull out a piece of paper. Can I borrow your pen, please? She hands it over. Can I write 
can you tell can you write about the fifth and fourth levels and then turn it around so she can read it she looks at it gives you a take it back I apologize that's okay my my curiosity has been peaked and we're headed to 5D anyway how do we get to 5D hopefully the D doesn't stand for dragons she points off to her right and there's just a set of double doors are they labeled 5D they're not labeled anything that will take you to the interior and from there uh, you're on your own but well what you seek will be found trust your dreams trust your heart trust your stories and (laughs) you'll be okay welcome to Disneyland I mean, I I feel like we just got talked to by Cyclops. All right, let's go through the looking glass. Alrighty. X-Men and Loki once told Dracula to follow his heart. (laughs) And that's where we're going to take a break for a bit. Mm -hmm. Back in just a few minutes. Perfect. Welcome back, everybody. So, the doors open. And you guys step through. Yep. As they close behind you, there's a shunk of a bolt shooting back. It's almost entirely lost in the massive amount of noise that confronts you guys having walked through. The interior of this huge structure is a clattering, sparking, heaving maze of gears, pipes, belts, cables, gauges, dials, wheels, Whatever mind designed and organized this monstrosity seems to have been probably half brilliant, half psychotic. There's only the faintest aspects of design consistency that exist, but the thing appears largely functional, if completely overwhelming and slightly terrifying. Who's the last one through the door? Not me. Not me. I was first in. Probably. No. Okay. Sure, why not? So, at the sound of that bolt shooting back, you turn behind and look. And the doors have shut. Sounds like they've locked. And then they slowly grind down into the floor, leaving just a bare blank wall behind you. Hmm. It's not super... That's not the weirdest thing we've said, seen today. But. Everybody give me perception checks. Did it feel like we were going up? Nope. These are so, a disadvantage, by the way. Oh, oh sorry, disadvantage. Um, Should have said. It's just... really bad, so... Oh, oh you motherfucker. Oh. Ooh. A natural 20 and a natural 1. An 11! I somewhere, did okay. Somewhere in the somewhere in the background of the facility is just a, a low beat. This just dun 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 dun. I was All thinking, right. who got who got over a twelve? Hmm. Oh. Uh, yo, Zoe and Wooten. Wooten, both of you. I got an eleven. 
Lucky you. Movement catches your eye as you guys specifically notice a number of objects moving independently of the overall machinery. Little insectoid constructs scuttle back and forth, small blades cutting out pages, needle-like appendages assembling the signatures with spools of heavy thread on the abdomen. Sometimes a book is almost immediately disassembled after it's completed by a separate clockwork spider. The component pages redistributed and bound into an entirely different volume. There is a lot of activity happening here. This place is crawling, it is loud, it is dynamic. And then things start whooshing by past your heads as different arms and appendages of various mechanical components begin to shift and maneuver moving aspects of the printing and assembly process back and forth. You're going to have to be a little careful walking around here. Otherwise, you might get something caught in something. Got it. Um, I will very quickly and with quite a bit of experience pin my hair up up in a bun and pull like I probably have one of those laundromat hairnets in my Mm -hmm. bag Yep. over it beautiful and then I'll sort of tap Aurelia's shoulder you were looking for construct and sort of point out one that's oh my goodness at the time so it's 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 about the size of a dinner plate okay it's a spider, and it's crawling upside down along part of the the armature. Okay, how close is it to me? Probably about ten feet. Okay, I'm gonna go over there. All right, Might and you see a number of them just Whoa. back and forth. Whoa! Manufacturing and assembling books. Watch yourself, Aurelia. Wow. Going from here. Uh, Do I see any sort of signage? Not in the immediate area. You're going to have to push in further. Uh, Let's keep moving forward a bit, shall we? And see if we can see any kind of directions or pathways. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. No, it's fine. Um, I've stopped. (laughs) And I'm trying. Aurelia, keep going. You're going to get yourself caught in something like that. I am aware. I just, I I need to make a sketch quick so I can, hmm, how is that working? Don't get turned into a book. Can you make a sketch while moving? No. (laughs) You should probably work on that. Weren't you, like, afraid of spiders at one point? Yes, but this is this is mechanical. This is I, this isn't a real spider. It's not an it's not animal. Scary. It is. I feel like this is worse. N- no, this is this is much better. And yeah, no, I agree, it's much better. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. the how spider people exist in this setting? Do the what? Are driders. They... Oh, driders. Yeah. Give me a history check. <laughs> okay. Can set the real ones on fire. That makes these ones are a little scarier. <laughs> these, these ones aren't... I, I mean, I'm not at disadvantage, but that's still a three. History is apparently really not those things. You have heard stories. You don't... You've never seen one? The stories tend to be old stories, so you're not sure if they still do. But supposedly at one point there were. Part of the lineage in Eric. Well, you'll have to get used to spiders. 
Is, but aren't you interested in seeing all of the other interesting things near the stuff we actually need? Oh yeah, no, of course. Um, if you see any one of those like that that looks like it's malfunctioning or something, I I'd really like to take a look. I feel like it okay. might get your hand if it starts malfunctioning. It might, but speaking <laughs> of keep if, if appendages, hair, 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 tail, wings, etc., close to your perform at all times. I wrap my tail around my leg. Cool. Anything, anything getting caught in one of these machines is likely to be ripped out. Yes. No. This is very cool. Okay. I'm, as as I'm... as Wooten tucks his beard into his vestments. <laughs> I'm Jack. How is the lighting in here? Dim, but not dark. Okay. And there's a number of actual ambiently lit things, stuff that is either hot enough to be glowing, stuff that is just shooting sparks out to an extent that it casts a, a level of illumination on the immediate area, um, stuff that is just like, looks like slit windows in that sunlight is apparently shining through. Cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess we're heading looking for signage, but I'm not exactly sure how signage will help. Yeah. Okay. 5D. Mm -hmm. Just like we found level two. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull on my gloves from my Tinker's toolkit. I okay. have like leather gloves of some sort. Mm -hmm. I'm going to head it. I'm going to lead the group in. Okay. I feel confident here. Give me a perception check then, Aurelia. Okay. Standard, uh, st no, no advantage or disadvantage. Okay. 11. Okay. You walk about a good 50 feet, making a couple lefts and rights as whatever this little passageway is winds its way around machinery components, scaffolding, armatures, whole shebang, apparati of various sizes, shapes, and functions, some of which you're not entirely sure of the function, but it's apparently there and doing something. Um, and you come out to a little intersection, four-way. And there's uh, just a couple plaques kind of on each corner. Um, there's these large, they look like they might be basins for some liquid or just containers or settling tanks or something. Um, and each of them just has a nice little plaque on it that's a little tarnished um, that just says, welcome to level five. Well, it looks like we're on the right level. All right, well, we're in the right level. Now we need to find section D. Yes. Do I see? Which is when, as you guys have stopped at this intersection, that. a broad serpent-like construct, some 20 feet in length, slithers past with only a faint metallic whispering. It's loaded down with reams on reams of paper that gets carried somewhere into the further depths of the press. And then almost immediately, another brass snake begins negotiating the intersection, slithering back the other direction, also heavily loaded. But before it clears your path, this massive mechanical owl slams down on top of its steel talons, ripping in the smaller clockwork in two. The beak tears down the length of the serpent, which writhes in the grip of these hooked claws, and then this owl grabs it and just swallows it whole down its gullet. Whoa. 
Okay. Make me a perception check, anybody who's maybe in the front row for this. Yeah. Four. I don't 17. have another I don't have disadvantage, but that's a six. Twenty two, though I guess we can't all be the front row. So. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll say Diamond and Woten. Both of you, as you watch this happen. You can see faint gaps in the sort of metallic feathers in the owl's physiology that reveal the components of the snake as they get swallowed, being disassembled and immediately reincorporated into the internal workings of the avian structure. And of course, there's a ton of paper just scattered all over the place now. Uh, As the immense lensed eyes turn to regard all of you. I'm gonna pull don't, out the gun. Don't, don't look like you're made of clockwork. Well. Observation, deduction, warlocks, spatial inference, query. What is your purpose here? We're looking for 5D. We have ordered a book. Books. Analysis, retrieval. And you see behind those huge lensed glass eyes, these pairs of shutters beginning to lock and interlock sporadically, almost like it's blinking rapidly behind its eyes. Inconclusive. We've been told that winds on that winds on the river. Breeze, name? No, uh, it's um, breezes, breezes on, on the, the river. breezes on the river. We've been told that breezes on the river is somewhere in section five D, and we're here to retrieve it. In conclusive, follow me, warlocks. And it turns, taking the left-hand branch, and very, just in a very sort of stalking kind of motion, but mechanical, very mechanical, begins to just walk slowly, wings folded behind it. When you say very mechanical stalking motion, I think of an ATST. I mean, not the worst parallel it is a it is a big it is a large mechanical chicken it just has wings too no, it's not it, it, it is not as much leg as a chicken would be <laughs> it's mostly body wings and head but like that 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 big sort of very swaying motion that ATSTs have when they walk I get a handful of paper if we walk out there but yeah following i guess yeah and it just starts walking. At one point, a large piece of apparatus swings out and clips the owl across the head and those sort of metallic tufts, kind of similar to the great horned owl's head structure. One of them just gets completely sheared off. The owl doesn't even blink or move and like the fragments of metal just sort of scatter to the side behind it. Then it stops, cocks its head slightly. Then its beak darts to one side and it snaps up one of those little metallic spiders, chewing it back up, swallowing it down. And then you see bits of the metal migrating back up to reform that crest on the side of its head. And it keeps walking. People that say magic doesn't exist in conflux are bullshit fucking liars. <laughs> I say Does he continue. I think it came from a Who reason. says that, 635? What's 635? 
Your designation, 635. It's a common knowledge thing. Question. What's the significance of said designation? Yours is 634. Are those numbered on visitors, people who have visited this section before? Deduction correct. What? Oh, we can't hear whatever it is you're saying, Jeremy. I don't know why. <laughs> we can hear you now. <laughs> I literally had the same volume that I just had. Yeah, yeah. I, we don't know why either. <laughs> we just could not hear it. <laughs> and the head swivels around. Clarification. You looking at Korishana, are the 634th warlock I have met. I see. Ah, warlock designation specifically, all right. Yes. How many games does that span? Multiple and one. The game is one game. Each game, each game is a sub-game in a larger game. Analysis, correct. Someone's playing Shahrazad an awful lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Shahrazad. <laughs> Hello, warlocks. This is what happens when you have four copies of Scheherazade in your deck and you cast each of them subsequently. (laughs) (laughs) And it continues walking. Following. You guys continue. Yep. And as it proceeds, you see the, the interior changing. It begins to open up a little more broadly. And now the room, more or less, that you're in, that you can see, rises probably a good hundred feet or so into the air before ending in what seems to be a reinforced steel platform of a ceiling. You have reached levels four and five. D, section, publication storage subsection for particular volumes of note. Proceed forward. Enjoy your traversal. Thank you. We'll proceed forward. And the owl takes off into the air again. And as you watch, you can see a number of these massive mechanical owls, mechanic owls, if you will, (laughs) just flying back and forth in the upper areas, sometimes perching in the, what would be rafters. And you're kind of remembering outside that 
this building was not quite that tall in and of itself. No. I mean, it was it was maybe 50 feet high, but this is this is a solid hundred at least. Which is weird. Perhaps we've gone a bit ways underground. Or it just doesn't obey the laws of physics like Mercdreamer did. It's a possibility as well. This is very interesting. Your physics has rather inconsistent laws. Inconsistent laws? Well, magic does tend to speak to that one. I mean, the laws are consistent. It's just that there are many ways to subvert them. Anyway, books. We're looking for books. Yes. Forward. Um, he said to go forward. So, keep walking forward. Until we see books. And specifically, presumably, until we see the book books we're looking for because the gun one is also apparently here yeah well that may not be a book when when we see books we can then start going through them and finding the right one yes so Hopefully. keep walking Maybe. forward so you guys continue <laughs> to make your way down and you start to see a number of things beginning to move in the shadows. This is a slightly darker area. And as you come around the corner, you can see that there are shelves upon shelves upon shelves here. Many of them holding scrolls, Files of large bundles of individual sheets. You haven't quite gotten to the books part yet. And these things that are moving in the shadows are a larger, stouter version of Mechanical Spider that are constantly arranging, rearranging, organizing. Things are being brought in and items moved to the left and the right and slotted in and sometimes removed once more and put on a slightly different shelf or taken back out and away and reorganized and redeployed. Unlike the smaller ones that were busy building the books, these are roughly the size of probably your average dog. And a lot of them tend to spark a lot more at the joints. They seem a little more weathered, a lot of tarnish, even some rust around the edges of these guys. Very metallic though, still. And once in a while, one of those large snakes just comes in with a large number of crates or piles of, of things on its back, and the spiders swarm around it, pull it all off, and the snake vanishes again. This place isn't moderately disturbing. This is beautiful. Um, can I tell at all why these ones might be more, um, like, 
if there's something changing in the environment around us as to why these ones are more rusted or is it just they're older and the stuff that we kind of saw first is more developed more like streamlined and these are just like older models uh go ahead and give me a history check i'm curious be curious 18 you think it's an age thing okay um, possibly the smaller ones being more fragile might also be prone to more wear and damage and therefore actually get replaced. Mm. Whereas these guys just, they keep going and maybe they make new ones when these break down, but these have a, a little more durability to them so they can stand mm-hmm. more weathering and more, more trauma, more or less. Cool. This is neat. Um... And then one of you see, uh, actually, uh, let's see, um, Cole and Diamond and Aurelia, give me perception checks. Natural one. You're watching watching the spiders. You're the one that notices a snake that's actually carrying books, not scrolls or parchment, headed slightly further in and a little more down the way. Okay. Uh, I'll say, I'll point to the snake as it slithers away and say, uh, that one has books if we want to go that way. That seems like the best bet we've got. Turn and follow. All right. So you guys are, the snake is moving at a pretty good clip. Um, So you guys are going to, if you guys are going to keep track of it, you're going to have to run. Um, And you guys eventually begin chasing this thing down. Chasing. 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 I just have the the image. Wait, wait, let me on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not entirely inaccurate as to what's (laughs) happening here. Uh, But you guys proceed further into these large shelves that begin to loom around, having to dodge and jump over the occasional spider that's in the way, just doing its job. I cast Mage Hand. Okay. And I have it following behind us so that Wotan has directions because he will get left behind because he's yeah, slower than the rest of us. <laughs> speed of 25 versus 30. So basically, <laughs> anytime we take a turn, I cast Mage Hand and have it pointing in the correct direction until Wotan passes it. <laughs> I get well, like it. This is like one of those escort quests where it's moving faster than a walk, but not quite as fast as a run. I hate those quests so much. (laughs) (laughs) So, Wotan, you're you're managing to more or less keep up with this thing, but the signals are there just in case. I hate them so much because I have to keep alternating between walk and run. (laughs) Or you can just run, stop, run, stop, but who has time for that? Run directly in a circle around the stupid thing until it... Because it thinks it left you behind. There are there is a worse version of the escort quests. In Final Fantasy XIV, you have to use the beckon emote to cause the NPC to move nope. to you. And nope. it only works when you're within a certain range. So you what have to walk, stop, game? turn, emote, walk, stop, turn, emote. One of the Kingdom Hearts games, you have to keep locked on to Winnie the Pooh to make him follow you around. <laughs> <laughs> Note to game designers, escort quests are the worst. Stop making them. Stop making them even worse. <laughs> um, but as you guys sort of chase after this uh, 
this snake, you're starting to notice some of these spiders getting in the way. And then you're starting to notice that these spiders are not just getting in the way because they're doing their work. But suddenly these spiders have begun to get in the way in order to try and stop you. Rolling in Which is when I will need everybody to come to the next page right. and roll some initiative <laughs> as this quartet of spiders comes out. Uh, fuck! <laughs> 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 probably could have just headed in the direction it was heading and not chased it. I suddenly remember what I said we were going to do and I, I needed to do and I forgot to do. Which was? Remake Shethal. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can say that oh, was done I during downtime. Okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so he can be made. Okay. But that, uh, I tend to just do familiars operate oh. on your turn, so they don't need right. No, absolutely. Okay, cool. No, yeah. All right. I will take off my gold. Then. I'm sad we didn't get to play out that conversation, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will get I to play it out I... again at some point in the future. Um, I know I I allowed to... someone to murder you. I but... offered some gold to the cause. How many did you need from me? It's 10 gold total. Uh, just whatever people have been with. I gave a gold. Cool. Because I have eight gold, seven silver, and seven copper. Okay, so I can, I can give three gold. Um, cool. Uh, it should make us cool. Rough. I'm good. Yeah, because poisoners' kits are expensive, so I don't get my thing. But yes, it, it, I, I, I like having uh, uh, the magic resistance trait when we're about to go into combat. It's yeah, good. no, that's fair. That's very fair. All right. So you guys are surrounded by four of these spiders. Fun. And Cole, you get to go first. Okay. I like the uh, I like the range in our initiatives. <laughs> Twenty-two to negative one. <laughs> uh, how far away is the for the leading spider? Um, probably within about twenty feet of you. Okay. Because you guys uh, kind of ran after this snake right into them. Yeah. Have it. Have the other ones that we've been passing that have been getting in the way been taking swipes at us? No. No? Okay. Nobody, nobody's been outright aggressive until this quartet. Mm. Okay. Um, I will run off a little bit to the right of it. Um, and then when I get within like 10 feet, uh, uh, yeah, I'll. Eldritch Blast out of the way. Okay. So, 20. Why is it showing everything? You probably have the... Steps. You probably have the, the thing checked where it shows the description when you roll it. Yeah, but a 20 so hits! All right. For three points of damage. Three points of damage. <laughs> Solid. All right. So this blast of arcane energy springs out and just kind of dents in a little bit of one of the legs. Uh, bonus anything? Um, uh, 
Yeah, uh, just because things have been getting tougher, I'm gonna bonus action shift. Um, Get those so. temporary hit points, yeah? <laughs> yep. So let's see. Level plus com mod. So six. All right. Aurelia. <laughs> uh, I'm going to back up a little bit because I don't want to be surrounded. Um, okay. And I'm going to toll the dead on the one that Cole just hit. Okay. Boom. Makes a wisdom save. All right. That is a two. <laughs> Fail! It takes that 11 necrotic damage. All right. So all of a sudden, there's this resounding noise of a clanging bell, and you see <laughs> that rust on the exterior around some of the edges of its metallic components just intensify and spread. Yeah. And Aurelia has her gun out and is like sort of adjusting it, making sure it looks good, and is fiddling with the little eyepiece. <laughs> it's my turn. So. All right. Well, this is going to be a kind of boring turn, but whatever. Um, uh, because I don't know how big a deal this is yet, I'm going to action summon my pack blade, which takes my turn, takes my action. Um, yep. And... Yeah, that's all I'm going to do because I don't really want to spend a whole spell on this yet. Okay, no problem. Gorshana. All righty. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, I will... Uh, for the warlocks. Um... Yeah, I'll go ahead and 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 and, and frostbite. Okay. Um, the injured one or one of the other ones? Uh the injured one. Okay. Con save. That is a natural twenty. Well, fine. I didn't want to hurt anyone anyway. <clears throat> so the frost lashes out at it and begins to coat it, but it doesn't seem to have affected its physiology all that much yet. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Hold on just a second. Uh, I think. <laughs> yep, no, but that, that's going to be it for me. That's everything. All right, Woten. All right. Um, which one of these has already been injured a little bit? Uh, yeah. When I was when I was looking a little little dinged up, mm -hmm. uh, it, it needs some paint, some putty. Is it? Would you say it's in a cluster with the other ones? Um, they're they're sort of uh, kind of converging on you guys from all four cardinal directions. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, it's just gonna have a bad time then because it's gonna be the sole target of my shatter spell. Okay. And because it is made of inorganic matter, it has disadvantage on the constitution saving throw to resist shatter. Yep, it does. Which is going to be the shitty roll again. But that's it's a seven, so it takes thunder. all of it. Yeah, it takes all six thunder damage. All right. 
that shit will buff out. (laughs) (laughs) At which point, they all turn backwards to you guys. Mm. And we're going to say that Koroshana, Wotan, um, Aurelia, and Cole. Start with Cole, work our way down. Oh, whoops, that's not a disadvantage. All right, Cole, does a 12 hit you? Nope. Okay. So this line of metallic fiber shoots out directly at you. You're able to pull out of the way, and it latches around a uh, oh, an upright on a bookshelf, and this thing all of a sudden reels that wire back in. You feel like it probably would have been bad if that had hit you, but now it's directly next to you, right up in your face. Uh, let's see. Zoe, no, Aurelia, I assume an eight does not hit you. Nope. Koreshana, an 18. Oh, yeah. Okay. You take four slashing damage as this razor wire whips around <laughs> your leg and part of your body. You're grappled as this spider leaps through the air, using you as an anchor point, yanking itself directly up around you and latching on with two arms. Ow. There's a spider on you, Cora. Does a 15 hit you? Uh, Just barely. All right. Two slashing damage. Same thing happened. You two are both grappled. All right. And Hayden. Well, that <clears throat> tells me what I'm doing next. Um, question. If I witch bolt one of the ones that's grappling someone, would that electrocute the person they're grappling to because they're made of metal? You don't know. So I want to find out. Yes. <laughs> it's good to know now and not later. <laughs> So here's the trick then with targeting. <laughs> because if I want I want to target the one on Koroshana because Koroshana is less hardy than Wotan. No. But Koroshana is less hardy than Wotan, so if it shares the damage, then that'll hurt Cora more. <laughs> that is I definitely su- a choice to make. <laughs> I support all of whatever. I am going to witch bolt the one on Cora. Mm. All right. I'm going to try to, at least. Okay. But with a nine, I'm probably missing. You do miss with a nine. So you're trying to position it so that it'll hopefully be as... And you just can't compensate. And the bolt goes out and doesn't hit anything. Because with my plus seven, I roll a two. Much like I did on my initiative. The last two d20 rolls I've rolled have been twos. I mean, in this case, I'm really glad you didn't roll a one. (laughs) Yes, that would have been bad. Um, Diamond. Coming Thaw. Okay, Thaw is out. Brings us back to Cole then, unless, Diamond, did you have a bonus action at all? Nope. Okay. Okay, so bonus action. Uh, summon uh, 
spiritual weapon behind the um, spider that's in front of me. Okay. And have it slash at its back with an 18. Yeah, that's a hit. For 12 points of force damage. Nice. Uh, and then, since my familiars go on the same turn, can uh-huh. I have Jinx fly over my shoulder into this thing's face to distract it? And then I want to try to uppercut it with the death kiss dagger. Okay. Uh, so have it give the help action while I stab it in the face. Uh-huh. Okay. And you make your attack at advantage. Yep. Uh, as a yell pocket cat. Uh, <laughs> pocket cat. And 19. 19 hits. Uh, for another 10 points of slashing. Nicely done. That death kiss dagger just swipes through it. And you almost feel like you might have missed... <laughs> But you look there, and the incision is clean and very visible. You definitely hit that thing. There's just very little resistance to those. <laughs> All right, Aurelia. Uh, I am going to toll the dead again. Um, on okay. the one that's on Korra, probably. Uh, okay, that's the one that's already been injured. Yep, wisdom save for it. Okay. Wisdom save of 12. Doesn't make it for four damage. More rust. Yep. Uh, And I make sure there's a bullet in there. I'm continuing to fiddle around with it. And then I'm backing up still. Okay. I need to write something down. Okay. Uh, That brings us to Zoe. Awesome. Give me just a moment to. Yeah. All right. So I am going to cast Booming Blade. Okay. Go after. Did any of them fail to hit or are still away from the group? Uh, They're all at least adjacent to one uh, member of the group. I'll go after the most injured one then. Okay. That's the one that's on Korra. Cool. I'm not really thinking about the lightning damage thing, but I guess it's thunder damage anyway. Um, which basically, I make a weapon attack and then it can't. It, it takes extra damage if it moves. 24, I assume, hits? 24 definitely hits. Yeah. So 11 slashing damage, um, and if it moves, I get to roll extra thunder damage on it. Okay. So the the blade comes out and just bites in to this thing's uh, metallic body. And you hear that voice in the back of your head, well struck. What does your pack weapon look like? Um, currently, it is a scimitar. Um, Jack, I don't know if there's particular coloration. That's up to you. Mm. Okay. Right now, given that there is a magical spell cast on it, it looks like it's got this silver, almost sonic energy radiating off of it. But when you previously saw it, it was um, almost obsidian color, or the kind of thing where when you move it, it looks slightly different colors, almost like a multi-chrome of purples and blacks. 
Cool. Love it. But right now there's magic spell that sapped something. All right. Corey, you are grappled. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, yeah, maybe this will work a little better. At the very least, uh, at the very least, even if it saves, it it might take damage. Uh, I I I I'm mind spiking a motherfucker. Um, <laughs> wisdom save DC fourteen or eleven psychic damage, unless of course it's like you know. So you reach out and just <clears throat> grind in for that? Yep. There's nothing to grab onto. There's no mind. I was afraid that might be a thing. Yep. This thing is apparently immune to psychic damage. Of course it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't have mind. I mean, is so is is it worse for this Jeremy or when you cast a, a Abidalzim's horde wilting on things that were immune to necrotic damage? <laughs> um definitely Abidalzim cuz that was an 8th level spell and this was a 2nd level spell. So, so there's that. <laughs> um <laughs> and this was one thing while that was many things that I was trying to kill. <laughs> um nope that's it that's that uh, okay that's that's me all right Wooten. all right uh how's the general composition looking right now out of everything that's been under attack thus far um the one that's on cora is the one that's the most beat up the one that's directly grappling you right now hasn't been touched yet mm. okay <laughs> um, well <sighs> Only so much I can do about that kind of stuff. You can try to escape the grapple. You can... I guess for now we'll try to escape the grapple. Yeah, I'll see. All right. Athletics or acrobatics, your choice. That's going to be athletics. Natural 20. So you just grab that razor wire that's wrapped around you, wedging part of your armor into it. Give it a yank, and it just, ping! You're free. I'm assuming that took my action. <clears throat> that takes your action. You've got a bonus and a move. Unfortunately, I don't have anything to do with the bonus. Um, so I will just sort of take up a slightly deeper position in the group and just sort of like in the middle, because they're, they're approaching from all four cardinal directions, so closer to the center. Okay. Okay, let me roll for them. No recharge on the razor wire. No recharge on the razor wire. Definitely no recharge on the razor wire. All right. <clears throat> so they are going to make sickle claw attacks, two at each of their targets. Uh, so, Wotan, you're receiving two here real quick. Okay. 20 hits you for four slashing damage. Okay. 15? 15 will hit me again, yes. For 12 slashing damage. Ow. Cora, you are grappled, so they have advantage on these attacks. I apologize. 13 hit you? Uh, pretty sure. Okay, so... Uh, yes, 13 is my armor class. Six slashing damage, and then another six slashing damage. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I am going to use my reaction. Okay to cast Icy Rebuke. All right. 
Take some fucking damage, goddammit. Sorry, let me uncheck advantage. Hey, that's a three. It takes hey. damage. This is where we you say, oh, they're also immune to cold damage. They are definitely not immune to cold damage. So that's 16 <laughs> damage total. And that's where Corey's just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> Kill all me now. <laughs> yep. All right. And then Cole, you are taking two attacks. Okay. 13 hit you? Nope. Okay, both of those missed, which is really good because wow, that would have hurt. Okay, <laughs> um, and Aurelia, you're taking two as well. Yep. Thirteen hit you. Uh, yes, that's my AC. All right, you take. Oh eight. wait, no, no, my armor class is fourteen now. Never mind. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, I rolled four thirteens in a row for those last four attacks. So Three. yep. Yes. These things are swiping, and you guys are just barely by inches missing these clawed, jagged, metallic arm fangs that are just lashing out at you. But that's their turn, Heaton. <clears throat> well, I'm going to save my last spell slot for if we get into a bigger fight. Um, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one on Korra. Okay. A 24. Why couldn't I have rolled that on the witch bolt? (laughs) (laughs) For five. Wait, that's wrong. Hang on. Why is that? No, that is wrong. I have agonizing blast. Oh, okay. So just add your. Uh, So that's 10 force damage. 10 force damage. I don't know why it didn't. Why that punches into the center of this thing's casing and there's just springs and screws and limbs that just fly everywhere as it's more or less forcibly disassembled from the inside out. So that one's dead and Cora's no longer grappled. Congratulations, Diamond! Yay! You're muted. The one that's on Wotan, I'm going to swing at it with... All right. Swing away. 20 hits. Two hit. There are 20 hits. Yep. For 11. Two hits. What? Two hits. No, no. All right. Knock a good chunk out of part of its metal arms. And that brings us back to Cole, unless you have a bonus action. Okay. Uh, So spiritual weapon's gonna rake across its back again with an 11 probably misses that is a miss uh and glances off the metal i'm going to uh take the i'm gonna have jinx still clawing all over its face uh but i'm going to take the dodge action okay Uh, yeah sounds good um, Aurelia. Um, I've been trying to back away from these things, uh, and I'm going to pause, and I'm going to start uh, casting True Strike. Um, basically, start drawing equations in the air, because I'm going to use tangents. You're going to kill it with math. Geometry, yes. Uh-huh. This is for you, John. Uh, I'm going to use math to try and figure out how to hit these things really hard, and Metal hitting itself bounce it it 
it can ping off of things. Mm -hmm. I am attempting to try and triangulate so I can hit maybe two of these things with one bullet. (laughs) 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 The math is not looking promising for that unless there are some significant maneuverings on the battlefield because you guys are sort of the cluster and they're on the outside, so getting it around the... well, that things that, near us? That, 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 that begs the question. Are you James McAvoy? Can you curve the bullet? <laughs> <laughs> Can I try and... Are there pillars around? Can There's I, a few bookshelves okay. and stuff. They're not right. super sturdy. Okay. I'm, I'm going to attempt to do that. That's what I'm doing on my turn. <laughs> All right. So... Sorry, I had to do a thing. No, it's all good. So one of them is dead. Two of them are injured. And the one that's threatening Aurelia is untouched. And also apparently shitty at hitting things with its legs. Yes. (laughs) My turn. And it's your turn, yes. Um... Ugh. Yeah, I'm just gonna use my pack plate because. Well, hey, that that's a thing. Yeah. And is this the one that you had been attacking before? No, that was the one that was on Cora. So that one's dead. Yeah, the one I was attacking before is dead. So I, I don't think it had a chance to be affected. But no, this is. Yeah, no, it didn't really. Earliest. Um, so yeah, that would be eleven whole damage. All right, eleven damage on the one that was against Aurelia. Okay. Weighing the difference between transition and effective we- tradition and effective weapons that I could be conjuring instead. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, that brings us to Cora's turn. Uh, you were grappled. Now it's dead. Now I'm not. Now you're not. All right. Well, I'm out of my main spells. So, um, uh, yep. Uh, first bite again on one of the others. I get to re-roll that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to click it again. Uh, wow. Oh, God, they hate you today, dude. Now, to be fair, this is not a situation where if you do, you have to take the second one. It just says when you roll damage for a spell that deals cold damage, you can treat a one on any damage. Oh, wait. It's not a re-roll. Oh. It's just it's a two. Okay. So that's two. Hmm. Yes. I like how you say it hates me today, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It hates you worse today. Fair. All right. Well, it rolls a five, so the the ice bites. Yay. Uh, Were you going for the one that was on Cole, Woten, or Aurelia? Sorry. uh, The one that is on Aurelia. The one that's on Aurelia. Okay. (laughs) All right. 
Anything else for your turn, or are we going to Wotan? Yeah. All right. Wotan. Uh, well, um, so one of them's dead. Uh, let's go ahead and start injuring the one that's on me then. Um, with It's in my face now. So It is in your face now. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to swing my hand axe at it then. Okay. <clears throat> Natural Can 20. I... Solid. Hmm. That should be 12 slashing damage. 12 slashing. All right. Putting the hurt on the spider. Quack. Yep. So just jam it right in there and you pull it out and the gear goes ping and rolls away a little bit down the, the avenue. All right. None of them have anybody grappled. So they're going to see if they can try that again. No recharges. One recharge. One of them recharges, which would be the one that's on coal. So it's going to try and... But it's noticing Aurelia, so it's going to try and attack Aurelia with its. All right. So, Colt, you will get an attack of opportunity. Okay. As this thing shoots out a line towards Aurelia, wrapping a line of razor wire around. The nine, unfortunately, misses as this thing rockets across the exterior of your guy's little knot. Aurelia, you suffer two slashing damage. Okay. Oh, my cat's still and on his face. Does that matter? Mm. Uh, no, it doesn't have reactions. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, two attacks on Hedon because one of them has shifted its attention for the killing thereof. <laughs> uh, that's the one that was on Aurelia. So Hedon does a an 18 hits you, I assume. Yes. 12 slashing damage. And a 21 for nine slashing damage. Ow. And uh, Wooten, you've got one that's still in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to try an attack on you and an attack on uh, Zoe. Mm-hmm. One apiece. All right. 21 to Wooten for nine. Oh, boy. And a 17 to Zoe for 12. Ow. Well, people can see exactly where my health's at now, so. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Mine too. We're all in great shape. And that brings us to Heaton. How many of them could I get in a 15 foot arc? Two. Mm-hmm. Burning hands it is. Okay. <clears throat> the one in front of me and whatever other one I can get. Uh, that would be the one in front of you and the one that's on coal. Basically, the one that's on coal and the one that's on Wotan. Okay. So they need to make dexterity saves as I strike my tail. Once again, strike my tail on the ground, bring it up, fingers around the side, and blow torch. One makes a 19, one makes a 16. What's your DC? Yeah. So they both make it. They both take half damage, uh, which okay. is 
Uh, it's 14, so they both take seven points of fire damage. All right. And as the fire washes over them, they begin to glow, and you see some of that rust flake off. There's some heating and there's some damage, but not nearly as much as you would have hoped. Of course not, because I'm attacking. <laughs> so they both take four damage. <laughs> because fire resistance. Okay. Diamond. Does a nine hit? A nine does not hit. You lash down at one of them and it manages to pull a leg back right where you were hoping to sever it for the, at the joint. Then... That brings us back to Cole. Nobody's really on you right now. Yeah, I'll... Uh, so the one ran past me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll have spiritual weapon uh, go after the one that's next to Woten. Okay. And clawed it with 16. 16 hits. For seven force damage. Okay. And then the one that ran past me, I'll run up behind it and try to shiv it in its thorax. Alrighty. With a 23. 23 is a hit. For nine points of damage. Okay. And Aurelia, you've got advantage on this strike. If okay. you get a natural 20, I will let you bounce a bullet. Okay. <laughs> Let's try it. Um, I am probably, yeah. Um, I've got the one on me. There's the one on. Is the one on Woten looking injured, barely injured already, or it hasn't been hit by much, has it? Uh, no, the one that's on Woten and the one that's uh, that's on you actually right now mm-hmm. are the two that are looking most injured. Most injured? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and hit the 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 one that's on Woten then, um, preferably because he's really injured and I'm pretty good. okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh. Where's my thing? There it is. 18. 18. Still hits. Okay. Um, 12 piercing. Okay. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Which Huge report. Before. And yeah, Zoe, this is the first time you've heard this. It's deafening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bullet slams into it, bounces off, hits the upright on a, uh, on a bookshelf and just shatters it. Doesn't actually bounce off towards another enemy, unfortunately. <sighs> but that bookshelf's looking a little precarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That, that's my turn. Okay. Good job. Zoe, your turn. You're muted. Sorry. Bookshelves around us don't happen to contain the book we're looking for. No, I mean, you are in book territory, but you haven't noticed anything that looks specifically like that. Okay. Um, well, I have a sword. I'm going to stab not the one I was previously stabbing, but the one on Woden who stabbed me. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen's a hit. Awesome. Eight slashing. Eight slashing damage. These guys are starting to look a little bit ragged. And Cora. 
All right. Uh, the one on Aurelia is the most injured. That's the one I'm. That's the one I went after last time. So. Yep. Uh, I'm actually gonna get closer, and I will chill touch. So. That's right. That's why I do spells that require saves. Then the onus <laughs> is not on me to roll. <laughs> <laughs> that skeletal hand leaps out and just splashes into the floor next to this thing. Um, Wotan, that's your turn. All right. Um, it's still in my face, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to need a rest after this anyway, so it's going to eat my second shatter. Okay. 10 thunder damage, disadvantage on the con save. All right. Disadvantage, con save. Con save is a 10. Yeah. Take all 10 thunder damage. All right. Teetering on the brink. Okay. Normal attacks. That's not the right thing to click. Okay. Um, Cole, the one you stabbed at is coming back at you. Okay. Does a 15 hit you? Yeah. Sixth slashing damage. There goes my temp hit points. And five slashing from the second one. Oh, that's right. I killed one. I should have temporary hit points. Yes, you should. Oh, well. Go ahead and add those back in. Um, oh, there's a recharge. Uh, it would have been... But a nine doesn't hit. Plus four, so nine. I would have had nine more hit points. There's a... Nope, no recharge there. So the healthiest one, which is up against Zoe and Aurelia at this point... Honestly, it's pissed off at Aurelia the most. Okay. Uh, does an 11 hit you, Aurelia? Nope. Then a five doesn't either. Ew. <laughs> okay. Uh, Heaton, with your newly gained temporary hit points. Yay. Two um, of these guys are looking pretty fragile. The other one's still got some fight left in is it. There, is that one that was attacking me still in melee range? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't Elder blast it without disadvantage. Um... And it's wrong. It's flame. Uh, I'm going to step back, promoting attack opportunity. Okay. You take six slashing damage. Right. <clears throat> and I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one on Aurelia. Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully. Nope, I'm nope. not. I'm going to miss. Damn I'm it. Roll a nine again. All right. Uh, diamond. <laughs> Once more on the one in front of Botan. All right, that's a hit. Twelve slashing. Twelve slashing damage. You feel fall bite into this thing, and it sinks in with that ghost kissed feature like butter, and the thing sparks and goes limp. I need you to roll me a d10. Yes. Mm. 
Your blade is unchanged. Thank, thank you for rolling a 10 there. <laughs> Cole, your turn. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, rake across the one harassing Woten. That's a hit. For another seven points of damage. Okay. And then circle around. So that kills that one. Okay. <laughs> so just spiritual weapon, bam, and just crushes it into the into the floor. Yeah, just the the claws rake into or pierce into the top of the head and just rip rip the dome off. Yep. Uh, and then and the thing does a nice little like flop, and then those legs contract and there's a little like spring and it lands on its back with its legs all curled in. <laughs> uh, and then I'll circle to the right side and jab at it with the dagger. All right. Oops. All right. Uh, for six points of damage. Six points of damage. Nice. All right. Nicely done. There, you guys are down to one surviving enemy, Aurelia. Hmm. Yep, I'm gonna. Uh, oh, nobody's grappled right now. Let me get these. Told the dead on it. Okay. While well, I put the gun down a little bit and then boom, hopefully, wisdom save. It's a two. No, six necrotic. All right starts to get a little rusty. Those legs start to move with a little more stiffness to them. Hey, Hayden, I, I, I changed my mind. They're becoming more spider-like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, it's your turn. All right. Still better than regular spiders. True. Still too real. Um, we curled in. It was... Uh... <laughs> Which one seems like the most damaged? The only that one. one that's still alive. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> 24. Nice hit. Yeah. Six slashing damage. All right. You carve one of those leg talon jagged claw-like things off. And that's Korishana's turn. All right. Uh, just the one left. Yep, just the one that's right up against Zoe. Hmm. All right, frostbite it is. Take four, maybe. Hmm. With a three, he takes four. Yay! Woo! Just assaulted from all sides with necrotic and ice and blade. Wotan. You're on your last legs. What are you doing? Um, wobbling. Yes, actually, wobbling is pretty accurate. Um, I need to try and take this thing down before it takes me down. Um, the one that was on you is already dead. This oh, is, is the it? one okay, that's up yeah. against Zoe. Uh, in that case, uh, Eldritch Blast. Pull out that compass, sir. Compass. And it's a natural one, so no, nothing. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Zoe, this thing strikes out at you, but with two fives, neither of those hit. And one of them was max damage, too. I feel. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? 
for me. Uh, Eldritch Blast. We have the entire rest of the world to kill you. Eldritch Blast. Hopefully it hits. 16. A 16 hits. Mm. Point that cane. 12. The trigger. Nicely done. 12 points of damage. Just cave in one side of that head piece that's sitting there. Why is it not dead yet? Is it still alive? And diamond. Yeah, it's still alive. Diamond, diamond runs up two-handed with boom. 14. Roll me that d10 again. Oh, hey. Natural one. That's fine if it does that. And you feel that blade as it bites through and the thing goes limp, suddenly become more solid and it, it takes more effort to push it through. It's dead, but the death kiss feature is gone from the blade. That was fun. And as you guys begin to catch your breath and realize that the great press is not quite as friendly as it may have appeared on first blush, that is where we are going to finish for the evening. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Hi, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.